Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Tim. How's it going, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Divisional Round Recap, and on the eve of the Conference Championships. Ooh, Big week. Four teams left. That's eight on the screen, but you can't see it, because I did four on each hand. <laughs> and uh, yeah, pretty exciting stuff, I, I, I would say. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Three of the four teams we expected to be here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Down, down to four, Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, 49ers. I know I'm rooting for. We'll get into it here in a little bit. But, um, you know, this is the time of the year where you can only talk about so much as far as the actual football and all these coaches. The coach, coaching carousel begins, firings. We're seeing coordinators being let go. We're seeing um, – different position coaches being promoted. The Bengals promoted their quarterback coach, offensive coordinator. So a lot of outside the gridirons um, stuff going on. So we'll kind of run through that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a great weekend. Like the first game was close for a half and then got out of hand, but then the rest of the games were super exciting. So yes. yeah. Like the divisional round is always fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll cap it off the chief bills to that. I have a lot to say about, that um but yeah the rest of the game they were this they were fun games you're absolutely right so uh it, it was good to watch so we'll go ahead and dive in do some recapping then we'll jump into the conference championship and see where see where you're gonna get it wrong and i'm gonna get it right i don't know we'll see oh okay i gotta have something okay you, you beat the crap out of me in the regular season so the scoreboard like hello yeah that was last season i'm not worried about that, <laughs> that weeks ago no. um all right, so Saturday had a couple good games. So we had Ravens, Texans. So the Ravens win this thirty-four to ten. Um, there was a lot of time there. Like, I mean, the Texans scored first. Or sorry, they they tied the game up. They were going toe to toe with the Ravens, and then it just it, it all broke loose in the fourth quarter. They couldn't move the, the Texans couldn't move the ball. Lamar went off. I mean, he a hundred rushing yards on eleven carries. He only missed six passes for 152 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, I don't know how you stop this guy. I don't. Yeah, I mean, he is playing so well and finally has receivers to throw to, which, mm-hmm. you know, the he was great. But the this game for me, it was all about Baltimore's defense. Like, mm-hmm. Houston scored three points. Their touchdown came from a punt return. Yep. Like, Stroud, who was – coming off of this huge game against Cleveland, who is also a great defense, gets completely shut down. And, you know, I know we just started talking about this game, but looking ahead to the Chiefs, like, Chiefs' offense has been better in the playoffs, but they're still not great. Like, Baltimore's defense is carrying them a lot. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, when you get, again, you get, you get up 10 points, you get a good run game, <laughs> good luck, because they're going to keep the ball – I mean, it's not even going to be close. I wonder what the time of – let me look at the time of possession here real fast. Um, they – oh, my gosh. They had the ball for additional 15 minutes Oof. more than – I mean, that's that's insane because that's an extra quarter. I mean, that that is like mm-hmm. a whole quarter they had the ball more than the Texans. And it's it just – and they, it's because they rushed for so many yards. Yeah. Uh, but that's the dangerous thing about Lamar. Like, you can't – you've got to score first. You've got to strike first. And you have to get up at least two scores. And then you're going to put – that's when you put pressure on him. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to beat that man in. I like to note that Lamar was a, kind of a free agent this offseason. 
Yep. Um, you know, they, I think they did a uh, with a non-exclusive tag on them, so you had to give up like two first-round picks, and the Ravens had a chance to match the offer. But you could go and get them, and not one team called to get him. Yeah. Look at him now. Right. Like, he got his contract, and he followed it up with a, what's probably going to be another MVP season. Like, and it was more of him throwing than it was yep. running. Like, he, he was – we've talked about this with other running quarterbacks. Like, if they get to a point where they're looking to throw before they run, like, he was scrambling out of the pocket and stopping to see who he could throw to before he would just take off. And that's yeah. scary Lamar. Yeah, he rushed for 821, 821 yards and five touchdowns. And he threw for 3,600 yards and 24 touchdowns. He was tied for 11th in the league in passing touchdowns. He had a – but three to one touchdown interception ratio. Like that's and and he rushed for eight hundred yards. Like there's some good running backs this year that didn't rush for eight hundred yards. Yep. yep. So it, it's uh the Ravens are scary. And I can't decide who I don't like more the Ravens or the Chiefs, which we'll get to, but that's where we're heading. Um and on the Texans side, like no one expected them to even make the playoffs. Nobody expected them to win game one, and no one really expected them to win game two. Um and they didn't, you know, but it's okay. You have, a, you have a rookie coach with rookie lead receiver, a backup running back that was shoved away from another team, and you shouldn't even be here. Yep. And you, Stroud played amazing, and they have more draft picks coming. So next year, the Texans are back, and it's quite frustrating for me. Yeah, I heard um, – so they traded away their first round – or they traded up this past season to get Stroud, I believe. And – so they don't have their first round pick this year, but they still have a first round pick from Cleveland. Yep. They traded Watson away. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pulling. I think they actually, I think they're picking higher than the Cardinals, if I remember correctly. It's just the way everything landed. So let's see here. So I have the draft order up. Mm-hmm. All right. So Panthers, yada, yada, yada. Give me a second. Raiders, Colts. Um, yeah, they take, they draft the 21st pick. Mm-hmm. That's what not ahead of not, not ahead of Arizona. They have it's actually Arizona's pick. Oh, okay. No. Houston, yeah, traded to Arizona. This is the really weird way to word it. It says it says it's the Texans, but it said it's traded to Arizona. There we go. I got to figure it out. It, it was a, it was a three way trade, so it, it is from Cleveland, but it can I believe it originally came from Arizona, so it was like a weird nah. swap. So yeah, they picked twenty third. Um, and they picked 27th, and that's from Arizona. So they actually still have two first-round picks. Awesome. Oh, my. You could you could take that. Imagine that they got, like, C.J. Stroud – or um, C.J. Stroud, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. I'll give you both first-round picks and a third round. I would do that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't need anybody else. Just go get them. You're, you're only giving away what you got for Deshaun, and who cares? Like, it, that right. worked out really well for them. Right. I mean, it's like you said, like nobody expected them to be here and oh. they made it to the divisional round with their rookie quarterback. So they still have basically three years before yep. he really starts getting paid. And so you can get a Mike Evans or a T Higgins. You could fill out your defense a little bit more. Like they have a bunch of options. You don't, your receiver, your two best receivers, one's a rookie, one's a second year, I think. Mm-hmm. You don't have a running back to pay. 
Go get Derrick Henry. Give him six, seven million. Bring him back there. Let him compliment Singletary, whatever. You could go buy a defense and another receiver for the next and sign him out a three-year deal. Yeah, it's not going to affect your cap. I mean, it's just it's scary to be as a as a AFC South team. I am terrified of what is about to happen. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we'll see what happens uh, next year with that. But I'm excited. We'll get to the Ravens here in a minute. Obviously, for the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next game, you know, that Saturday night, we had the Niners and the Packers. This game was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Um, no, I don't think anybody expected. I mean, the Packers were winning mm-hmm. going into quarter four. Yeah. You know, in the Niners won 24-21. But, I mean, the Niners barely squeaked this out. Uh, the Packers are playing – you figured they probably couldn't keep it up, but they were playing out of their minds. Their defense was strong. Jordan Love had bad interceptions. I don't know if it's all his fault, but you know, eventually you start forcing the ball, and that's that's what killed them. You don't turn those ball the ball over, you beat. You're in the NFC Championship game. Uh, yeah, so they, it, the turnover really killed them. Yeah, I don't remember his first one, but that that last drive, like that interception, was bad. Yeah, for, but I mean, it it just the 49ers looked like a team who hadn't really played for three weeks because that's yeah. how they were. And it took them basically a half to shake off the rust and get going. And I don't know if you saw it during the game. So Kyle Shanahan with the 49ers, when they were trailing by more than five points going into the fourth quarter, they were 0-30. And, Dang. like, they get a field goal right at the start of the fourth quarter, so it's kind of – a little misleading, but basically they get their first win under Shanahan after trailing by more than a field goal effectively. But yeah, I mean, like Purdy didn't look super sharp. His last drive was good. McCaffrey had a good game. I mean, he had that long touchdown run. Yeah, that was a dude. He has such vision running the field. It's incredible. Sorry, go ahead. Well, and I saw just talking about that play, I saw a clip where, um, Use check was trying. I guess on that play, the tight end is supposed to motion over to the other side of the formation, and so use check is in the backfield telling the tight end to move, and Purdy sees the play clock winding down and yells at the tight end, "Just stay there." And so the tight end goes back with like a second left, and Purdy hikes the ball, and McCaffrey makes that cut and takes off for a touchdown. Like that's yeah, almost didn't happen. Like almost a busted play. Right. So, I mean, that's just, like, the 49ers are so talented. Like, we we all kind of expected them to win. But like you said, Green Bay, again, just like Houston, nobody expected them to be here. They have a young quarterback who, you know, they don't have as much time on his rookie deal as Houston does with Stroud. But all of your skill players outside of Aaron Jones – are young. Mm-hmm. Like their defense, I can't name more than two guys on that defense, but they were good and they were holding yeah. down San Francisco for a while. Like that that division is going to be interesting. Because like Detroit is obviously Green Bay is going to be right there. Chicago, depending on what they do, you never know. So yeah, with, the, with if Cousins stays in Minnesota, then you have Ryan Gosling quarterback in Detroit. Then you, I mean, then you have the 
Packer. I mean, yeah, Chicago's a weak link. And you gotta assume when you get Caleb Williams, you get two top ten picks. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna be right in the mix of things. I mean, you, you just because you have too many they have sweat on defense now, they're gonna get another receiver probably. Like you have a good free agency all of a sudden. That is probably up there with the AFC West. It's probably one of the tougher divisions in football. Yeah. And the AFC North, which is just insane. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was it was fun to watch. It, you know, you I'm rooting for underdogs the whole time. I'm like, this is I'm obviously gonna root for the underdogs. Uh, I got no dog in the fight right now. And it, it was just, it was a, I liked, it was just a good football game. And Nicole, she asked me before, and she's like, because I told her, I'm like, hey, I want to watch these games. So, like, these days, you know, we can do whatever, but I got to have my phone. I need time. She's like, so what do you, like, find interesting? You know, she's like, you don't have anyone in the, there's no one left except for teams basically you don't like, like the Texans and the Ravens. Like, I don't like them. I respect the Texans more than the Ravens. But anyway, I was like, it's just, it's just good football. As, as long as the game is good, I got no dog in the fight. Except for some bets I'm making, I'm like besides that, I just want to watch a good football game. Yeah, and she was like, "Okay, fair enough." Mm-hmm. And this was a good football game. Yeah, this was a great football game. Yeah, and, and I'm curious. You know, Jordan Love is one of the, him and Baker are probably my two two of my favorite quarterbacks this year that I didn't think anything would happen with, and they both finished in the top five in passing touchdowns in the NFL. So, yep, I enjoyed this game a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's another one of those things where it's like just annoying that Green Bay has another good quarterback. Just like it's annoying when Pittsburgh gets another good coach or whatever. It's just coming from the teams that you and I follow. The Bengals finally have their quarterback, but like Denver and Tennessee have been a wasteland for quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, if you have you, if you nix, if you nix Peyton Manning free agent signing, Mm -hmm. And the only good one I can think of that really was like elite was Steve McNair. And we're talking like 2006. Yep. We've missed on like six quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Even free agent signs. Tannehill was a good free agent sign for the money we paid him. Like Kerry Collins, Matthew Hasselback, like all these guys. I mean, just just so many bad quarterbacks in my time. Case Keenum one year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I literally everyone's like, you're a Titans fan. I'm like, I've had a bear. All right, let's just not rub it in. I'm just, I'm not ready to sacrifice a goat in order to be able to change teams. I'm not ready. So I'm just, I'm going to stick to it and my yeah. kid will have a hard life and so on. We, this reminded me. So my dad came over uh, on Martin Luther King Day sure. to help with the house. And mm-hmm. so we were working on like some plaster, like fixing some patches in the plaster or whatever. And he brought over a, I played football one year. When I was six years old, okay, and he brought over. I had a football card, and so it's me in my uniform with my pads and you know the helmet and everything. And on the back, it lists like my age, my height, my weight, and then um, it has favorite team and favorite player. And I have Denver Broncos and John Elway. So anyone who questions my fandom. I have a football card from literally 1999. <laughs> yeah. yeah, can't argue. Right. If you ever want to get rid of that card, I'll take it. I actually, believe it or not, you'd be the second friend I have. But I have <laughs> a card. Of, I have a card of her friend Ilya, who's a cop in Lexington, <laughs> and it's his like it's it's like a card for their police department. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking around like I could put another thing up, and it could just be. I just stalk people's parents and get cards when they were kids. Yeah, yeah. That's that'd not- be the coolest thing I ever owned. It was just a thing of friends. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. That's awesome. pretty cool. 
Yeah. I don't have that. I just have dark sorrow and bags under my eyes from watching the Titans. You can tell when you look at me like, oh, one of them Titans fans. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. All right. All right, jump to the next game. So I really enjoyed this game. I feel like Baker never really bowed out. So Lions, Bucks, again, two teams. You're two of two of my other favorite quarter or another favorite quarterback. I love. I think golf story is fantastic. You know, the Lions win this 31-23. Baker just never gives up. I mean, he just goes and goes and goes. We talked about it before. You got multiple drop passes by Mike Evans. Chris Godwin dropped a pass. Like, and Baker is slinging it. That last touchdown to Evans was a freaking rocket. Like yeah. It's probably a 15-, 20-yard slant route to the right, and Baker just uncorked it. And Evan, I don't know how he caught it. I mean, it was just a laser beam. Um, and, you know, Baker got him within – got him on it. They had two minutes left. They stopped the lines. I'm like, they're going to do this. They're going to tie this thing up. Two plays into the final drive, Baker goes an interception. That's it. It's over. Yeah, I mean, it was – I think about as much could go wrong at the beginning for Tampa Bay as possible. Like they, the defense was fine. Like they held Detroit to a field goal in the first quarter and whatever, but Tampa Bay's first drive, like Mike Evans just doesn't catch one and tips it up and Detroit picks it off and they get down in scoring position again. Like, like you said, Baker is just a gamer. Like, I don't know how else to put it. Like he just will not give up. It sucks that it ended on a pick like that, just like the Green Bay-San Francisco game. Like, I would have loved to see Jordan Love basically just have more opportunities to try to win that game. Same mm-hmm. thing. Like, they went for the two after they got their touchdown and missed it. So it's like the best they can do is tie. How fun would it be if this went to overtime? Yes. Like, that would have been awesome. I agree. That two-point conversion was passing interference. I mean, they, they, even the announcers were like, if he would just have tried, like, tried to come back, he was being pushed with the defender's head facing him. Like, he would have just tried to jump back and have his legs taken out. That's an automatic pass interference. You're on, the one, you're on like, the one-yard line, half-yard line, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're down two touchdowns. Basically, they're down two touchdowns. Baker drives them down, scores, mm-hmm. missed two-point conversion, down eight. They get the ball back. They stop them with two minutes left, get, and then they get the, they punt, get the ball back. I mean, they just they came flying back. And I think the biggest thing, I think the biggest thing, if I'm a Bucks fan, if you can get Baker signed, like right away, all of a sudden you're going to have free agents flocking to you because you're a winning organization. You have a team that you haven't done many splashes as far as free agents. You sign Baker. You, now the receivers probably want to go there because he maybe turns the ball over a little bit too much, but he can throw. I mean, he's going to give you touchdowns and yards. Now, all of a sudden, you have a free agent paradise there. People are coming. And maybe you don't have as much cap space. But still, like, I don't know. Like, I, I would – my first move is signing Baker within, like, the first 24 hours of free agency. I don't let him go anywhere. I tag him. Whatever I want to do, I'm keeping him there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're close. Like, the, the offense was okay against Detroit. Like, I think Rashad White is going to be solid next year. And Godwin, I, I don't know what happened to Godwin. I remember him being a freak, and then it seems like this year he just kind of was there. Yeah. And Mike Evans was the big target. So maybe if Mike Evans doesn't stay, Godwin has a big year and shows up. But, like, if either Mike Evans stays or they replace him with a younger receiver, and then, like, the defense is solid. The, mm-hmm. There's 
secondary is really good. And it, again, it's just like you're a couple pieces away from being really competitive. Like they they can win their division relatively easily. Oh yeah. And then they had a shot against Detroit. If they had beaten Detroit and had to go to San Francisco, I don't know how that would have gone. Yeah. But like they're close. Yeah. Yeah, they're a couple pieces, and the pieces are out there. And, again, you keep Baker. If you can keep Baker, that's where it all starts, and, it, and they can build around him. Godwin, to answer your question, he tore his ACL last year, but, and that's, ever since then he kind of just went quiet. Obviously, you recovered, so you weren't playing. But, like, this year – and I think typically you see that with ACL tears. You don't see this resurgence all of a sudden. It's usually – especially with running backs. I mean, Godwin's not a running back, but it, when you're on – when you, you live on your legs like that, Mm -hmm. It takes a year to bounce back. I think half half it's physical, and then half it's mental. Um, yeah. Even when Saquon came back, it was <laughs> it wasn't good, you know. So I think that's part of it. Then more like the Tampa lets keeps Godwin, lets Evans go, brings in Higgins or somebody like that. But you know, it, I'll be curious to see what happens there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we haven't talked about Detroit much. Like no. they, I think they have a real shot. Like it's. Mm -hmm be at home so that's going to be tough but like their offense is freaky yes uh gibbs's run was sick mm -hmm. he just was a 50 yard run he broke off i mean he just took off i was like oh my and he was making cuts and he's yeah. really good i mean i i don't keep montgomery there is kind of confusing but they've been such a good one-two punch and you're not wearing this kid down mm -hmm. um I, th I think next year you probably give gibbs the bulk of the you know, touches and maybe keep Montgomery, but I mean, their, their pass game is flying. Their run game is flying. Like they, their defense has really been stepping it up. I mean, it's, it's, they've been really fun to watch and I'm watching my card prices. just Cause I, I, I ever, after every game I wait 24 hours and look and they just keep climbing because people, people buying them. You yeah. know, because if, if golf wins this, some Lions fans will be very happy with my cards. Are you waiting until after this game? Heck yeah, I'm waiting because even if he loses, it's still going to that. But if they if they go to the Super Bowl, oh man, mm -hmm. it's going to skyrocket. But yeah, their their defense I think has been a big problem. But like they had what four sacks, four tackles for loss. I mean, they were all over them. And I what and what we had two inter yeah two interceptions. Uh, it, it was just really good. Like the whole they fired on every cylinder. It wasn't just golf carrying them or the run game carrying them. Like the whole team played phenomenal. So if they can play like that against San Francisco, who I think a little bit quarterback plays struggling a little bit, um, you got a real chance. Yeah, I mean, they've the defense has been solid. Like twenty three points to Tampa Bay, twenty three points to the Rams last week. Like with that offense, that's good enough. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that they'll hold San Francisco 23 points. That doesn't feel like it's going to happen. But if they do, like, they have a good shot of winning. And that it's yep. really just, like, if the defense can hold, then Aiden Hutchinson has been playing like a freak. So, mm -hmm. you know, they, again, they have a shot. We'll talk about that game more. But, they, again, another team that is probably ahead of schedule from where they're supposed to be. Oh yeah, I mean they were supposed to be in a full rebuild, and they were. They went three and thirteen, nine and eight, and now they're one of the top teams in the NFC. I mean Dan Campbell was there the whole time, and yep. 
It's just it's 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 that they are the NFC Texans because you you deal your quarterback, you think it's over. I mean, the only difference here is they actually got a quarterback in return. They got a number one pick overall mm-hmm. after what five years playing in LA. They ditch him for mm-hmm. Stafford, which worked out, but also worked out for Detroit. Like he beat the Rams, he beat the people who traded him away, and he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Like. Change the, change the scenery worked out really well for him. Yep. So, and they're not done yet. I mean, they, they're going to get a good pick. They don't need a lot of pieces. They got the receivers and everything. They're, I'm excited to see what happens in the next five years. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So, last but not least, this was probably – I. this was – I don't even know what to say about this one. So, Chiefs 27, Bills 24. Though, this one kind of comes down to, yet again – their kicker, who is probably being fired. Mm-hmm. Basically, this game going back and forth. It was a phenomenal game. It was just, it was good. I'm going to talk about a couple of specifics, but the game comes down to like the last two minutes, and they have a 40 yard chip shot to to tie the game. To just tie the game, so you have a chance. And he shanks it wide right, mm-hmm. and that's it. They don't get the ball back. It's done. Yep. And they could have tied the game, and they worked so hard to do it. But yet again, the Chiefs fall in the playoffs, and it's just the same story year in and year out. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted so badly for Buffalo to win this game. Mm-hmm. There was, like, as the game got going, it started to feel like that game a couple years ago where it was just – Mahomes gets the ball, goes down and scores. Allen gets the ball and goes down and scores. And they're just kind of trading punches like that. And then both defenses really stepped up in the fourth quarter and shut down those two quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. it's it's tough for me because I think Josh Allen is great. I would take him on the Broncos in a heartbeat. And there aren't many quarterbacks I would take over him, but I don't know if it's the chiefs have got his number somehow in the playoffs because they beat him in the regular season. I don't know, but like that last drive where they're going and miss the field goal, like he had shots. Yeah. He had a throw to, I forget who it was in the end zone that he missed. And then I think on that same play, there was a guy who was wide open underneath that he passed up on. Like, I get that Josh Allen is there and carrying the team, and he has to be Superman a lot. And Mm -hmm. so if he doesn't make those throws, they're not going to win, so he has to attempt them. But, like, it's just tough. Mm -hmm. That was his moment, and he didn't come through on it. He had it, and this is probably – this is probably as the, good as the Bills are going to be because mm-hmm. Diggs is 30. You can clearly see a decline. I think it was their Shakir, their other receiver. I think it was like he had half the touches in like 40 less yards than Diggs did over the last like eight games. or really? something. It was like it was so significant. Diggs had so many more touches than he did. And you could see the decline. You got Cook. You got Allen. You got Knox. You know, Gabriel Davis is a decent second string receiver, but you you need to rebuild this offense. Yeah. Um, Diggs, I, you still keep Diggs. I don't get rid of Diggs, but you got to get Gabriel Davis cannot be your second weapon again. H- Higgins, T. Higgins is going to have someone's going to pay that man a lot of money. 
because there's so many teams that are close. If I'm Kansas City, I'm going after them. Buffalo, I'm going after them. Tampa, there's Tennessee. They're, every team is going to have to go up to the Eagles. I hope the Bengals retain them, but that's – I think they're going to have to rebuild this offense. And, you know, the craziest play I saw, you see when he was scrambling, he got like four yards past the line of scrimmage, and he mm-hmm. threw the ball to the left. Yeah. So, my original thought is, you moron, you are four yards past, why would you throw the ball? And mm-hmm. it took me a second. I'm like, oh, crap, that was a backwards lateral. That's legal. He does this crap in the playoffs. Remember his first year, he's like, lateral, like threw it over right. his shoulder. Right. It was like hot potato in the like freaking playground. And it was the first down. It was a great play. And I'm like, I feel like this is going to start coming back because Kelsey did it earlier this year. Allen did it. It's a very dangerous play. Yep. But if you can sling it across the field quick and they catch it, I mean, sky's the limit on that. But I, it, it took me like 20 seconds. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That was legit. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. I mean, he is so fun to watch. And it's, like you said, it's just a bummer because this was probably their best opportunity. Like the Chiefs have a down year. They um you know, they've been on a tear. This was their first loss in like six weeks or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. James Cook is starting to blow up. Like the the only knock is that they've had a, a ton of injuries on defense. And that's unfortunate because you like you just don't know what's going to happen next year. Um, especially with Miami. Like, I would imagine that Miami keeps getting better. Yep. Um, just as Tua gets more comfortable with Mike McDaniel. Uh, so that division is not a lock for Buffalo like it was for New England with Brady all those mm-hmm. years. So you just – you have to wonder, is Josh Allen going to get a Super Bowl? Like yeah. – as long as Mahomes is there, he you're going to have to go through him at some point. Burrow is already has made it to one, so he's a force when he's healthy. Lamar is looking like a, a whole new quarterback. Aaron Rodgers might have another year. We'll see. But, like, Herbert, yeah. Herbert will be back. Stroud is there. Like, the AFC is tough. Yeah, you can just throw a dart and you're going to hit a franchise quarterback. Right. Yeah, like an elite franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, just a bummer for them. But, like, on the KC side, crazy that they have basically been able to flip the switch since the playoffs started. And it's, like, their offense wasn't great. Like, Kelsey had the two touchdowns, which was awesome because he's he seems slower, so it's surprising that he got that. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, they look good, which is annoying. It's very annoying. And, honestly, I'm like, I don't like the Chiefs. I sure as heck don't like the Ravens. And I think, gun to my head, I'm I'm I, I think I'm rooting for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I'm like I'd rather see Lamar do well than Mahomes again. So I think I'm pulling for the Ravens. Um, again, we'll get to that game, but um, yeah, this was just a. I don't know what's gonna happen in Buffalo. More than we talk about, you know, a lot of people talk. All these announcers talk about all this drama. More than likely, nothing crazy is gonna happen. They're gonna keep Sean McDermott. They're going to draft their receiver. They're going to draft their player. They're going to try to make a couple splashes in free agency like any team. They're going to tell us how amazing they are, and they're going to be fine. And we'll be talking about the same crap next offseason when they get knocked out in the divisional round, <laughs> which is probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Because Stephon Diggs, is, he's great. We don't need to – you know, we're fine. Everything's good. Like, 31 years old. It's not good. Like, you need to, you need to do something. Yeah. 
like I was thinking while I was watching the game, I love Von Miller. He is one of my favorite players of all time. I have a frame of him. He is not – if you have him out there every play, your your defense is going to struggle. Like, he's just not what he used to be. No, Von Miller, kudos to getting paid, though, because he came oh, from the Rams. I don't know what, I'm And he's like, yeah, I'm 33. I still got it. Like, you know what? Here's $80 million. Yeah. And you're going to give us, what, one season? Part of a season? Okay. Mm-hmm. He'll probably be done. I mean, towards ACL this year, I, it might come back. But if I'm them, I'm I'm, get, I'm cutting that cap space and moving on. Yep. All right. Let's dive into this championship game. So, Chiefs, Ravens. This is um, so Lamar. Mahomes' the second road playoff game ever slash this year. Mm-hmm. We'll hear a fun a fun fact about Mahomes, Tim. I would love to. He, in the last 100 years, he has played in 17 playoff games. And his, sorry, let me rephrase that. In his time in the NFL, he's played – it'll make sense in a second. He's played in 17 playoff games. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many games the Cardinals have played in the last 100 years? Is it less than 17? It's 17. 17 <laughs> playoff games. Uh, either games or wins, I can't remember what it is, but it's it's either way, it doesn't matter, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, it's so their whole franchise is 17 games. Mahomes has 17 games, yeah. I mean, I That's saw nuts. he already has more playoff wins than Brady did at his age, so oh, yeah. yeah. I I mean, and that make that, I guess it makes sense, but I don't know because Brady, well, Mahomes will start first. I don't know, that's yeah, that's a fair point because mm-hmm. Mahomes is. Start first year and Brady really didn't either. He yeah. came in later, but yeah, yeah. Um, so Chiefs Ravens Ravens are a three and a half point favorite on the Chiefs. Uh, it's in Baltimore. Ah, this this is going to be probably a really really good football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be back and forth. And, and again, if you're the Chiefs, if I'm Reed, I'm calling heads. I'm taking the ball. I'm going to shove it down their throat. I'm like, you're going to have to throw to come and beat me. You're, I'm not going to let you run this game with your legs. And if they can do that, I think the Chiefs have a chance. But, dang, they just don't look as good as the Ravens right now. The Ravens are firing on all cylinders. Lamar, I mean, he is Superman. He's doing everything for, for the team. So, I'm excited to watch it. I, I do think the Ravens win this. I, I just – I do. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens seem – like the best team right now. They ended the regular season as the best team. It took them a half against Houston. Mm-hmm. But then they ran away with it. And, you know, we we both thought that the Buffalo-KC game was going to be a, a fight. I mean, we, we knew it was going to be a close game and everything. But, like, Kansas City has not all year has not looked like a Super Bowl team. And Mahomes is amazing, and he is incredible in the playoffs and is probably the last guy anybody wants to face in the playoffs. But this just – it feels like Baltimore's year. And, you know, Lamar is a different – like I said earlier, he is a different quarterback. He he is throwing better. His receivers are better. Um, As long as – they don't implode in the first half and are down two scores, they'll be fine. 
I think. Like, if somehow Kansas City is up, like, 17 to 3 at halftime, that's going to be really tough for Baltimore. But Yeah, that's – and that's the – even 17 17-6, 17-10 is pushing it. Like, you know, who gets the ball? Like, if, if the Chiefs are up a score and they get the ball at half, they're going to burn five minutes on the clock. You're going to have 25 minutes of game left. It's it just – that's when Lamar – you got to start going away from the run as much because that clock starts getting eaten away, especially if you're not making big splash plays. You know, yeah. four yards here, three yards here, like that's going to burn eight minutes of the clock. It's going to be a, it's going to be a boxing match. I, I think it's going to be punch, 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 score, score, score. Who can who can get to thirty and keep the other team at twenty seven? Like I think that's exactly what it's going to end up being. So I, I'm so excited to watch this game. Now, the real question is: Will we see Jason Kelsey shirtless again? I hope so. Me too. He crushed it. I told you, he looked like Burt Kreischer when I glanced at my screen. I was yeah. like, why is he in a Buffalo game? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, yeah, he, did you see what he did? Like, he picked up a little girl and brought her in to meet Taylor Swift. From like, dude, yeah. he, that guy is just, he's just awesome. I don't, I yeah. like him way more than I like Travis. I think Travis is kind of funny, but I, I just like Jason Kelsey. And I'm sure if Travis played on anyone else but Kansas City, I'd probably like Travis just as much. Yeah. I saw a clip of their podcast this week and Travis was talking to him about it and Jason was basically like yeah Kylie his wife was like hey we're going to be in the box with Taylor so be on your best behavior and then he's shirtless and everything and he's like babe this is the the Jason Kelsey charm what are you talking about yeah I got you yeah you see see the clip on there where they're she's on there uh with Jason they're talking and Travis is like all right what's the best thing about him Living with him, the worst thing, and he's he's like, he's like, she, he's like, start with the best thing. He's like, he's like, tell him about the sex. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh my god. Uh-huh. Um, but apparently, I I, I respect him because he walk, apparently he stomps around the house really loud and he talks really loud. And I was like, that's me. Yeah. I'm like Nicole, like when I when I walk, you can hear like gung 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 gung, and the floor is like shaking, and she gets so mad at me. I'm like, that's literally me. Yeah. So I like him even more. Mm-hmm. Um. So and then. So who'd you did you pick one? I'm going with Baltimore as well. Baltimore. Okay. Two, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. And so the second game. This is the most intriguing. I think the Chiefs Ravens will be the best. I'm really I'm really intrigued by this because you have Detroit 49ers. The 49ers are favored by seven points. I I don't think that's accurate. No one seems to have the ability to slow the Lions team down. Like they're gonna put up 25, 28 points. It's just gonna happen. Like, you're going to have to counter them and then make that big play. On paper, the Niners should stop them. Mm-hmm. But they just haven't been playing. You gave up 21 to Green Bay. And their offense is good, but, like, your defense is supposed to be, like, top-notch. This is a kid who's his first starting year in Green Bay. He takes you down to the wire. I mean, what is Jared Goff going to do? He's been here before. He's been here before, more than your quarterback has. He's They have better – I don't know. Let me rephrase that. They don't have better receivers. The receivers are amazing. The run game is just as good, I'd say, as Christian McCaffrey between Montgomery and Gibbs. Like these teams are well matched. The Lions don't have a good enough defense, but I also I'd also say I, I trust Jared Goff more than I trust Brock Purdy. Yeah. So it's almost even on paper. Um, I, I gotta tell you though, I I think the Lions win this game. I just their offense is too good. Their defense is playing. Their only weak spot is their defense. And Hutchinson seems to just carry them on his back. He had two sacks last game, I think. Like, he's going to rough up Purdy. 
I just, if you can stuff McCaffrey and you make Purdy throw, that's my lesser of two evils. I think you can win this game. You really got a man crush on Ryan Gosling. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole said the same thing. She's like, she said something upstairs. She's like, you just love him. Like, I mean, he's pretty fantastic. Like, <laughs> uh, you saw him in Barbie. He was, he's incredible. He's incredible. Big Kennedy. Yeah. I still need to watch the movie actually, but it's, it looks fantastic. It's really funny. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously. Like, just have fun with it. It's oh, yeah, I'm not. I know people yeah. get so weird about that stuff. I'm like, can we just watch the movie and shut up? Shut the hell up. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I mean, I am a little worried about the 49ers. Like, yep. Rock Purdy did not look comfortable. And I think a lot of people can blame that on the rain and blame that on being basically not playing for a couple weeks and just not being in that rhythm. But like like you said, like he the Green Bay Green Bay was great, but they're not like an amazing, super talented team. And so for the 49ers to play the way they did, specifically Purdy, like it is a little bit worrisome. I think as long as like I think he'll be fine as long as he can run the system. And that's not like a that's not a knock against him. It's just that's where he's comfortable. And quarterbacks mm-hmm. are better when they're comfortable. Um, the defense, I was saying this last week about Tampa Bay. Like, if they could get pressure on golf, I think they had a really good shot. Mm-hmm. Like, Nick Bosa and Chase Young are better pass rushers than anybody Tampa Bay has. So, I think they will be getting after golf as much as they can. Um I think the real question mark for me is if Debo plays. Yeah, I saw he didn't have a broken shoulder. So I did see that. Which, like, in an interview, he said he was going to play, but that's what every player says. So, yeah. you know, if we've seen it this year. When the 49ers are fully healthy, they are right up there with Baltimore as the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. When they're down one or two key players – they struggle. Yeah, they yeah, their losing streak was because they were losing. I mean, Ayuk was out, I think. I think Debo was out. Like it yeah. just didn't look good. Yeah. Um I, I think this comes down to the running game too. Like who's gonna if you're Detroit, if you do not get young and Boza on their heels with half back draws, just a solid run game, but you if they are just if they have if they get up and they can just rush at you. You are so screwed. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you can get up and you're like, look, I'm going to run the ball. Run, run, pass. Run, run, pass. For three or four yards, down your throat. You cannot just pass rush me all day. I golf will pick them apart. Yeah. It, they, he just will. And I think that's who can score first and who can establish the run game. I mean, your gut says McCaffrey. But Gibbs is but Gibbs tore it up last game, man. He might, if he's hitting a stride right now, I feed him the rock. Yeah. It'll yeah. be an amazing game either way. It'll be really good. And I think I'm assuming that Kyle Shanahan has a chip on his shoulder that he's had ever since the Atlanta Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. The knock against him is he just gets, like, too cute sometimes. Yeah. My – if I were him and I get up a score or two, like, you don't need to be running this stuff. Just give it to McCaffrey. If Debo's – 
just give it to Debo. Like, don't try to get fancy. Like, just run your offense because your your team is so talented. That's all you need to do. So, mm-hmm. I I think the 49ers win this game. I think it will be much closer than than that seven point spread. Yeah, I agree. You know, they could have settled like gentlemen, and you just have Dan Campbell fight Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> I'd put money on Dan Campbell. Yeah, in that case, I'd, I'm taking the Lions. <laughs> I'd have to assume it'd be like a Mortal Kombat fatality situation if Dan Campbell fought Kyle Shanahan. Like, I Dan Campbell was like, he's he's like a guy you'd want to play for, but I feel like he's terrifying. Like he's so he's he's the same size. As, he's a linebacker. Like he's just he hasn't lost. He's the same size, if not bigger now. His finisher would be bite your kneecap off and then shove it down your throat. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw I saw the clip where they were showing that weird press conference he did when he took the team over, and that ESPN was just roasting him. Yeah. But now, who's laughing now? Right. We're sitting there talking about the NFC Championship game with the second-hand quarterback he got a bunch of first-round picks for, and all his first-round picks are now playing and dominating. Like, yeah. we're all stupid, and he's smart. That's it. Exactly. Most commentators are like, no, I never said that. I've always believed in Dan Campbell. Like, okay, bro. Uh, of course. Like, Stephen A is notorious about that. It annoys the crap out of me. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's no, it's no good. It's no good. I don't know why we're even talking about him. And two, six leaders, like, I've always said, you know, he's a, he's a great player. You know, LeBron's fantastic. Oh, okay. So, sorry. It'll hit a nerve there. Um, <laughs> so, those are the conference games. Obviously, uh, once the conference games are over, you have the Pro Bowl. Uh, which is, I feel like, gone to crap anyway. So, um, and then you have the Super Bowl after that. So we we're down to the final two and a half weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Yeah, it is two and a half weeks. Yeah, yep. Yep. Um, weird time. Um, so we'll, we're jumping to coaches now. So obviously, in the last couple of hours, not hours, couple of days. Uh, there's been a lot of coaching movement. Uh, I think the biggest one came through minutes before Tim and I even jumped on this. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to the Chargers. Uh, which is smart because I know there was a whole talk of he wanted to bring McCarthy with him, and I'm like, I don't know if McCarthy's like a, a quarterback. I mean, going to the Chargers, going to probably the tougher one of the tougher divisions, but you have Justin Herbert, you have an offense, you have Eckler, you have on paper a very good defense, even though apparently they're not very good, and you you you're in a win now mode, and I think it's one of the best. I think it's a really good fit for him. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it a little bit before we started recording. Like, that's – as far as coaches in the division, it's Andy Reid, Sean Payton, now Jim Harbaugh, and Antonio Pierce, who's never been head coach before. So, a little bit different there. But, like, team, as teams go, you know, the Broncos are in a bit of a transition. Like, we don't know what's going to happen with Russ. I'm assuming he's not going to be on the team. Yeah. And if he's not on the team – who knows who the quarterback is going to be? Who knows how the team is going to be? Vegas, same situation. Like, Garoppolo is not playing for them next year. I would be surprised if they go in with O'Connell as the starter. So then you have the Chargers and the Chiefs. And unless the Chiefs add T. Higgins or somebody, like, on paper, the Chargers have the more talented team, to me. I agree. And you give them a coach who has been successful in the NFL and now successful in college too. Like that's, it seems like a really good situation because like the division is tough, but you're coming into 
basically a ready to go team as long as they can stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's got the most talent. It's not really a rebuild. It's more of a, let's, you're really trying to build a culture there. That's it. And I think, I hate him for what he did in Michigan, but what he did in Michigan is what they need. Like he, we kicked our ass for 10 years and I'm not taking a shot. It's like, we were just had a better culture. We, we were, we were winners that we weren't even worried about the Michigan game. In the last three years, they kicked the crap out of Ohio state. Why? Because I think uh, Jim Harbaugh is a better coach than Ryan day. He built a better winning culture up there and he, they demolished us the last three years. Mm-hmm. Like that's what, that's what the chargers need. The next two years, they need to build a winning culture and they can make a run for the chiefs or maybe just move the franchise somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> hey, am I want to make a trade? <laughs> please. Can we go to the NFC South, please? Yeah. Can we just go to six teams in the South and get real wild with it? <laughs> yeah, that'd be the thing to do. But yeah, it's exciting. Um, I mean, if you're a Chargers fan, it, it's, it's a great hire. I mean, it's probably one of the better hires you're going to have this year. Um, Harbaugh, I mean, you're, he's famous for uh, he started Colin Kaepernick, and that was a fun year and a half of our lives. And then, you know, Kaepernick got bad and started kneeling and all that crap. But anyway, I won't get into that. But like, that was. That was basically what sent, if you don't remember, that's what sent Harbaugh out of the league. Mm-hmm. And Alex Smith couldn't do anything with him, put Kaepernick in. He had a really good, he really did have a good year and a half of like a really good run. Mm-hmm. And then he fell apart and Harbaugh got fired. Um, go yeah, it'll be interesting to see because like John Harbaugh is now. I think the second most tenured coach since Belichick left the Patriots, it's like mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin and John Harbaugh. Jim, it, it's like he can stay at one place for four or five years before he overstays his welcome. And like, yeah. I don't know if it like he's a quirky dude. Yeah, and he is. Like, I, who knows how long he stays with the Chargers? Like, I don't ever want like wish ill will on anybody. So it's not like I want him to fail, but if he does succeed and gets them back to winning, like, is that, can he stay there? Is that the plan? Or is he like, okay, well I conquered this thing. So now I need to go do this thing. Yeah. That'll be interesting to me. But yeah, I mean, I'm worried as a Broncos fan because he, everywhere he goes, he wins. Yeah. I mean, he fell out of San Francisco in five years, but also went to the Super Bowl. Like, it wasn't like he was there for five years and sucked. Like, he was there. He took a backup quarterback, threw him in, built a team around him for a year and a half. You know, they, they played well. And then the only reason he got fired, he didn't leave, is because, you know, Kaepernick. He mm-hmm. just started sucking, and they felt, you know, he hits his wagon to the wrong trailer. Trailer the wrong – I don't know what I'm trying to say. He picked the wrong man, picked right. the wrong quarterback. I'm like, hitching the trailer to the wagon? <laughs> Yeah, um, there's a horse in there somewhere. I, I'm getting distracted. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what Harbaugh does um, you know, out there. They need something. Staley was terrible. It was one of the worst coaches in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Human garbage, really. So no. um, that was a little aggressive. Human <laughs> football garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably shouldn't be a coach. Not a head coach. No. Not a head coach. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he'd be a good coordinator. I don't know. Um, that's, that's where he's heading anyway. Someone, someone's going to pick him up as a coordinator probably. Yeah. So next one I'll talk about the Titans. Um, so they moved on this very, very quickly, which I understand. Um, so they hired Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator for the Bengals, who became famous based on Burrow went down eight weeks in. Um, and 
Browning took over and we actually had a shot at the playoffs uh, mm -hmm. because he built, you know, we went to the first game and it was rough and they, you could tell there were adjustments made to support Browning. And after that, he tore it up, mm -hmm. you know, as far as a backup quarterback could. And I think that's why you make this higher. So it was, so the story behind this is he did one interview and he was going to fly back, but there was weather problems and they, he couldn't fly to Nashville or drive. So uh, Amy Strzok sent the uh, private Titans plane to pick him up in Cincinnati and bring him down to Nashville. Dang. Yeah. So she was, and then they didn't let him leave. They were like, you're, you're a head coach. Like, so they, they didn't let him go. He had, he had uh, two other interviews, one in Atlanta, one somewhere else. Uh, and they were like, no sign here. You're, you're done. Like you're ours. And so we took him, which I, it's smart. I mean, we need, I was telling you before we, we haven't had an offense Tannehill 19, 2009, 2020. We had, an amazing offensive run. Top, peak Henry, peak Tannehill, A.J. Brown, just, just an onslaught. Even 2021, 2022, it was good. Um, but he started kind of going off. But, um, you know, I'm excited to have an offensive coordinator in there who can at least build a good offense around Will Levis and see if he's our guy and have a little bit more fun instead of scoring nine points trying to win a football game. That's, that's not a fun way to win. So, uh, and I know his brother, fun fact, is the offensive uh, line coach for the Browns, Callahan. And they there's there's talks of him bringing him down to Nashville, which would be amazing because the Browns have an incredible offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. Like like you were saying, they've, they need an offensive mind coming from Vrabel. Like Vrabel was great on culture and everything, but their offense struggled. And mm -hmm. to me it makes sense, like – if he is confident in Will Levis and making him a solid starting quarterback, you have that young running back Sharp. Sharp? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Henry. Like, who knows what they do with Henry. But so you have two young skill players right there. Their receivers besides Hopkins are pretty young. Oops. So, like, you're kind of – building this offense with this first time head coach. And it's, you know, I, it's probably that those young guys will listen to him more than they would listen to Rabel. And hopefully it all works out. Like that's always the plan, you know, that this young coach grows with the young team mm -hmm. and specifically the quarterback. So I think it's a good hire. It'll be interesting to see um, how he does as a head coach, just because he hasn't done that before. Yeah, and I think the Titans are probably – and people will shit on the Titans because it's, you know, historically not been the best franchise. We also have $80 million in cap space. We're leading the NFL in cap space. We have a decent second-round quarterback that's very cheap sitting for the next three years behind a, 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 a behind center. And it's like, we, you can go buy a team right now. Mm -hmm. Draft yourself an offensive tackle. Go buy yourself a receiver. You have a cheap running back. Load up on defense. You can go buy a team and potentially compete in the South of Texans uh, and the, yeah, it's the Jaguars, which I still am not sold on Trevor Lawrence. But anyway, um, we're good too, huh? The Colts are good too. Colts are good too. I mean, we'll the the the, the sample size we got from Richardson, he did pretty well. I mean, that was pretty exciting what he did. So uh, I will be curious to see what happens there. But yeah, we're gonna have to compete. So we're gonna have to load up, and I'll be excited. I think that's the attractive thing about the Titans is, you know, Strunk is very involved. She's not a micromanager, and she will do whatever it takes to make that city because they they got a $2 billion stadium coming in 2026. So um, they have two years. 
to get good. Yeah. So, because I love to do a home game. Oh, that'd be incredible to go down there and watch. It will anyway. But yeah, I, it's a great hire. I, I am very excited about him coming in. Because we were, I told you, we were interviewing the offensive coordinator for the Panthers and the Giants. I would, I would have disowned the Titans if we hired <laughs> the Panthers' offensive coordinator. I, I don't know. I, I would have vomited probably. Yeah, it would have been bad. Yeah. And as far as other coaches, we talked about Belichick a little bit. Um, still not hired. I think. I think San Diego. San Diego. L.A. was probably his number one target. Uh, Atlanta's good, but the rumors that we're hearing from Scheffner is that a lot of Atlanta brass, only the owner wants him. A lot of people actually don't want him in that building. I, th- I think Belichick can be toxic. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get where they're coming from. Yeah, I mean, it's the we've talked about it before. Like, his coaching tree has kind of proven that, I mean, Vrabel was successful in Tennessee for a little bit, so he's kind of an outlier, but the rest of that coaching tree has proven that the Belichick way doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill O'Brien failed in Houston. Josh, yeah, Josh McDaniels failed twice in the AFC West. Like, Charlie Weiss I was fine at Notre Dame, but he was terrible. I forgot about him. Yeah, like, it, it just takes a special leader. Like, Tom Brady was great for Belichick because he bought into all that stuff and yeah. was as committed and anal retentive <laughs> about everything as Belichick was. And the Falcons don't – if he goes to Atlanta – they don't have that leader right now that is going to buy into that. I don't yeah. think like if they get Kirk cousins, maybe I, Kirk cousins doesn't strike me as the type of guy that would buy into the Belichick system. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I get that it, he would be a tough hire because it's yeah. like, why would he change what he's doing? He has a track record of success. Yeah, and he doesn't – yeah, and that's the thing. But, I mean, is it going to be a – you know, call it a Kaepernick situation. Is it we saw what you did. Yes, you had success, but you've also shown us how bad you can actually be in the right – or in the wrong situation. I don't need to hire you. Like, I don't have to hire you at all. Um, and if I'm Belichick, I'm going down there like, look, I'll take the job and you're trading the field. Yeah, you're, you're doing something. You're, I'm not starting the quarterback, but that's what you're gonna. If I sign this, we're going after Justin Fields within reason, and I, I think Fields would. I think Fields could buy into what Belichick is trying to do. Fields is used to winning, mm-hmm. and he's gonna want to win. And I think he'd be in, and it's a weaker division. Um, and I think that's why Belichick's going there. To be honest, I, I think it's a weak division. He can he can bounce back for three or four years and then retire. Yeah, and we were talking about it right before this. Um, because I think it makes sense. Like, I think Dak needs to get out of Dallas. And there was an analyst that I saw that was suggesting Dak should try to get traded to Atlanta. Um, mainly because, like, it is a ready-to-go team. Mm-hmm. Just, and he, for whatever reason, in Dallas has been successful in the regular season, has been a borderline MVP in Dallas. But when he gets to the playoffs, he crumbles. And if you go to Atlanta, it's an easier division. If Belichick is there, like, he's 
going to take pressure off of you from a media standpoint that Jerry Jones is not doing in Dallas. Um, so it, I, I don't think that Atlanta is going for Dak. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think no. he's going to leave Dallas this year, but a guy like him, I think would be successful there too. Yeah. Yeah. It would take three first round picks to get Dak. That's and I don't know. I mean, Atlanta's loaded. I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know. And if you're Dallas, I mean, at the same time, though, after next year, it might happen. If they, if they lose a game like that, McCarthy's gone, mm-hmm. Dak could be gone, and you do a full reset. Um, I, I don't know. But, yet the, you know, Jerry Jones, in my time watching the Cowboys, they always have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Romo was sitting behind them, and he felt they felt confident enough to go away from Bledsoe to go to Romo. Poor Bledsoe. He's had a rough career of just yeah. almost Hall of Fame quarterbacks coming in behind him because he gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think because as far as the coaches that are still out there, the three that come to mind to me are Belichick, Vrabel, and Pete Carroll. Like, I know he's still technically part of the Seahawks, but he could go be a coach somewhere else. Oh, yeah. And if I'm a team looking for a coach, Belichick and Carroll are great, and they've been very successful, but they're both in their 70s. Like. How long are they going to be there? Yeah. But yeah, let's say you do succeed. Let's say Belichick does turn it around in two years. It's probably a four or five year window. He'll be like 77 years old. Right. I'm not. And if he wants to keep coaching, that's cool. But it, there's a, as every year, like Saban, like mm-hmm. it just eventually hit a wall. You're like, I'm, I'm done. Like I just, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised Belichick is still looking for work, but we'll, we won't know until the second he retires and he retires just the way he is. Mm-hmm. But I think that's that's pretty much all the big stuff going on as far as coaches. Um, I'm sure in the next week, or actually the two weeks will be big because once these games are over, there's like a two-week lull because you're going to talk about so much. So everything's going to be scrutinized, every detail, every email, phone call, photo on a plane they saw somebody, it's going to be just blowing up. So we'll have a lot of drama to talk about here in the next week. Yep. So. Yep. Um, but exciting games coming up. I'm excited to watch these games this weekend on Sunday. Uh, got my whole day wrapped around it, so I'll be sitting downstairs with Henry, hanging out, watching football. Um, but that is the divisional round going into conference, conference championships. Yep. And then don't forget the Pro Bowl. We're going to have a live stream for Mike's regular season punishment. Going to be awesome. Uh, are you bringing all the food over? Uh, I think Naomi is going to reach out to Nicole to see what you guys have as far as things to put on crackers. <laughs> Just make it a veggie tray. I'll probably throw up. So a veggie tray. So like all the way I eat spinach, I I typically don't eat vegetables. I I have my my protein is green. I have greens in my protein. And I put spinach in a blender every morning. That's really the only vegetable I eat. <laughs> okay. I cross it off in the morning, so I'm done for the day. All right. I have a system. I mean, it is <laughs> so funny to me because you don't like cheese. A veggie tray would make you throw up. Like, <laughs> If you made me eat, like, cauliflower and shit, oh, my God, I'd lose it. Like, she's – we were doing this vegan thing. It was a, it was a book that a t- uh, one of the wives of the Titans linebacker actually wrote. And the number one thing to try mm-hmm. is vegan 
chicken wings. Okay. And somehow they saute the cauliflower and like bacon and stuff. And I'm like, I will not touch. I'm convinced cauliflower is from space. It is some sort of alien spore, and it's not going into my body. <laughs> as far-fetched as that sound is, the weirdest-looking vegetable I've ever seen. It's good, though. No, it's not. Yeah. If I gave you a slice of pizza and a piece of cauliflower and said the pizza, in this reality, the pizza is just as healthy as the cauliflower, you're telling me you're going cauliflower? No, but if you cover cauliflower in buffalo sauce, like, it tastes good. You... T- you know Kevin in the office when he eats the broccoli? That's about me. <laughs> Why are you eating it stem first? This is a new food for me. <laughs> that's, that's basically me with vegetables. <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get that live stream up on that Saturday or so, that Sunday for Pro Bowl. So, yep. that'll be a good time. It'll be awesome. Yeah. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Unless you have something else? I was just going to say – uh, the wives, so Naomi was there last year. We weren't married yet, obviously, but yeah. I was talking to her and she's like, Can, are like, are we going to be there? And I'm like, yeah, like we wanted you there last year. She's like, oh, I didn't know what, like you wanted me on camera. And I'm like, if you wanted to be on camera, like it was, we offered that they said no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, by all means, like, sure. Jump behind us, get in introduce the food. I don't give a crap, whatever. Doesn't matter to me. Just give me the nasty thing so I can get it over with. I mean, she definitely make the on-screen talent prettier. So you know, <laughs> frame this bad boy up, this ugly mug, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the divisional round conference championships coming up. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, check us out again. It'll be next Sunday. Uh, the next episode, we'll give an exact time and everything as far as when we're going to live stream, but. You can check us out. It'll probably be either on Facebook or Instagram or both, or I don't know how the heck I do that. I'm, I'm getting old, don't know how to do that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, we we'll do have that. Okay, yeah, we'll have it honed in next 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 episode. We'll tell you guys some details, but uh, make sure you tune in on that. Yeah, and be sure to follow us so you can keep up to up to date on it. Average Joe's yep. FB podcast on Instagram. Yep. You can also. Make this an automatic download on Spotify. Do all that stuff. Give us a review. We have, I think, all five star reviews right now. So don't screw that up. But yeah, if you, it's a four star. I'm definitely deleting it. I just, yeah. just <laughs> we don't do it's the five or for nothing. Yeah, yeah home yeah. run or nothing. We appreciate all the support, guys, and we'll absolutely talk to you next week. All right, see you guys.